Coming up Sunday night on Discovery, 8 o'clock, Naked and Afraid, XL Legend, 60 Days in the Swamp, and EJ Snyder has been on with us I think a, a I can do times. it. <laughs> EJ, what's up? Hi, EJ. Welcome hey. back. Hey, what's going on? How are you guys doing? Good. It's been a long time. Thank you for coming back. I, yeah, I read 60 Days in the Louisiana Swamp, and I go, I could do that. Oh, by the way, you're naked, Jerry. No, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very tough. Uh, rough time of year to, to actually get out there and, and do it because uh, we went in in late October and we're out there till just before Christmas. Yeah, I was going to ask how it stacked up against some of the other locales over the years because some guys, you can be the macho, baddest ass there is, but maybe your thing is uh, snakes or maybe it was the swamp. It probably presented a unique set of challenges, didn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, the the one thing about me is I've spent a lot of time in swamps, especially down there in Louisiana. Ah, see. And I have been to that area about uh, a couple times before, that, that almost that same area, uh, back when I was uh, filming the uh, adventure we had out there on Dual Survival. So I had a little familiarity with it, but does that didn't really, you know... <laughs> It helped, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, look, he's got the golden sword. That that was for sure not not the case. It was definitely um, the, one of the toughest places that uh, they put us out to to do, and uh, it gave us everybody out there. All the legends had had some kind of a struggle throughout the process. You know, EJ, I've watched every single episode of Naked and Afraid and the XL, and some people, it's its two different trains of thoughts. Some people just want to go, make it 21 days and get out, but other people want to thrive. You seem to me as a guy, when you start this show, is I'm not trying to survive, I'm trying to thrive. Well, I'll actually, I'll just, what I, I'll take it up one. I call it, I call it live, live, living, you know, for that's the way... Uh, ancient people lived. So for me, it's not about survival. It's not about thriving anymore. It's about living. It's about being one with the land and trying to make it work with you the best you can and uh, never take more than you need. So uh, I was very, I've evolved so much over the years through my survival, um, but just the way I, I approach survival and the way I'm out there now. So uh, yeah, you got that right. I wasn't going to sit on my duff for sure. And uh, when you're trying to make 60 days, you have to figure out a way to, ju- to live, not just thrive. If you get in the mindset of thriving, when the hard times come, you can get very frustrated. So it's a matter of figuring out how to live. Yeah, and I was going to ask you, uh, when it comes to survival, I know you have the survival food line, you have your line of knives and everything. And look, at, look around, the, at, around us today at the news and where this country's at. Survival, prepping for survival, probably, I mean, at an all-time high right now as far as interest. Uh, absolutely. Everyone's getting out there trying to figure out a way to, you know, with, with, with the pandemic and everything and people being stuck inside yeah. and, and having to be forced to, to live inside. And now all of a sudden you can't get to the grocery store or whatever. A lot of unrest. Uh, yeah, unrest. And so people uh, try to figure out new ways to live and, and how to live. And, uh, you know, for me, a lot of people are running to the great outdoors and, and uh, as I say, crowding and polluting up the great outdoors. But uh, a lot of people are trying to find off-grid situations and places they can go to once something like this might happen again. So it's definitely uh, on everybody's forefront. On uh, May 1st, I'll be in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, uh, doing a uh, appearance there at their uh, probably, it's, I think it's like the first 
survival prepper show that's actually uh, been put back on the, the roster since uh, the pandemic, and uh, they're starting to get back those back open again. Well, E.J. Snyder's with us, Naked and Afraid, XL Legends, this Sunday night, uh, 8 o'clock on Discovery. So th- you got you got 12 legends, but I would say if the, the four best at this at this show in the history, you, Jeff, who's on with du- Dual Survivor, you do that show, uh, Steve and Matt. Now, when you're that good and you've succeeded that much, how much do butting heads come to? You're arguing about shelter. You're arguing about what to do. You're not agreeing all the time. You're frustrated. You're hungry. How much butting heads was there during this? Uh, I will say that there, there, there was very little. Uh, by the time I linked up with most everybody else, it was a real beautiful thing. We actually were all in sync. We all chose certain areas to go out and uh, do our thing at and be good at. And uh, that was what was great. We had a great communal uh, group. We uh, all had great skills. We all wanted to put something in the pot and provide for the, for the tribe. And everybody went out to their own little zones, did their things. We, uh, a lot of people paired up at times to uh, help each other. Uh, Matt is an amazing hunter. I was out there uh, and learned a lot about uh, bow hunting to a level that I hadn't learned before from him. Steven's my, my, my little brother, and uh, he and I went out and did some stuff together. And, of course, you know, G- Jeff and I got after some things. Uh, and we appreciate that that shout-out. But everybody that was out there absolutely had great skills and were, were a good cognitive piece of, uh, on the wheel. Uh, Max was amazing. Gary, of course. Uh, all of them, every every one of the ladies out there that, that were out there with us, uh, from, from Amber to uh, Riley, uh, what what incredible skills. Okay, rookie, rookie question. We're talking with uh, E.J. Snyder, Naked and Afraid XL, Sunday night at 8 on Discovery. All right, rookie question here. I get Discovery, the network, the whole naked angle. It brings eyes to the show. It makes it different than other survival shows. But for you as a contestant, do you ever get used to the, being naked like that? Because to me, that freaks me out. Well, clothing is your first layer of shelter. And when you take it yeah. away, you, you expose everybody physically, but also psychologically. And for me, it, it, it's, it's never anything. It's, it's something that the ancient people did. And I've, I've gotten very uh, used to being barefoot and being naked. Out okay. There. And, uh, but I will tell you this time, uh, being naked was definitely problematic. And um, we were fortunate enough to uh, get uh, some things to help us out in that terms. I won't really kind of play it out there yet, <laughs> let everybody watch, but um, it definitely is a problem. And, uh, okay. for, me, for me, it was a very big personal problem, uh, not having protection. Uh, you will see it about halfway through, um, and uh, I will just put this little uh, teaser out there. Oh, no. Uh, suffered the most. Uh, probably one of the most life-threatening injuries uh, ever in the history of the show. And uh, so it's going to be something uh, – the swamp is full of danger, not just with the animals and things around, not with just the plant life, but the things you can't see, and then the things that can happen to you when you're in such a dangerous place trying trying to figure out a way to live. Hey EJ, you know, in the when you mentioned going hunting with Matt, Matt's so good with the bow, you know, he's going to find a spot, he's going to get his target and shoot it, but I saw in the previews of a group of you and I don't know who it was, but hunting and attacking either a croc or an alligator. I'm assuming those are one of those things where you see an alligator, you're not planning, you got to hop into action, is that the case? Yes, yeah, always the case. I mean, we had some tools to help us uh, to secure some of that stuff, but when you see one 
you got to get after it. And Matt is crazy good. He, he's, uh, you know, I've heard about it, and he and I, this is the first time we ever got to be out there together. But actually to witness and appreciate his level of skill with that bow is, is just really uh, impressive. Hey, and you know, we had author uh, Jack Carr on last week, and he has a line of knives out, and he's into the tomahawks and all that stuff. What is it with guys in the knives? If you had a gun as part of the show, would that, is a knife just more, what's the word, basic more? If you had one tool, would it be a knife? Always would be a knife. Okay, there you go. For me, right. because um, that is a, a, a prime survival tool, whether you choose a tomahawk or some kind of a tool. Uh, for surviving, you you can't chop anything with a, with a gun, and this ch- this challenge is designed to be as primitive as possible. So guns are just not on the table, and uh, you know even the bows that they've been giving us more and more have become going back more to primitive. The the, the very first bow I think that was ever on. Any of the challenges was the bow that Shane brought on XL1, which was a completely handmade primitive bow, and um, they definitely operate a lot more different than a um, a modern-day manufactured bow. So knives are everything, then, when it comes to this. Absolutely. Yeah. It's my number one tool when everybody asks, a fixed blade. Uh, survival knife, a good good fixed blade survival knife you is got, what you want to have. You got bit on your number one tool, didn't you, in this episode? No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> EJ. Uh, no. my knife, knives, uh, knives have bitten me before. Yes, they have. <laughs> and, and a lot of that is, if you don't have your, your particular knife that you're used to working with, there's always a learning curve. And I always tell them, you know, it's better everyone brings their own knife. That's why XL, everyone has, gets to bring their own tool. Because when you're using a new tool that you're not very familiar with, you got to move a little slower I kind of tend to move a lot more faster and uh, and, and, and don't, you know, you got to slow down and think because you can get hurt uh, if you're not used to using a particular tool. Hey, EJ, you know what surprised me about the show Naked and Afraid? Through all the, the people that are, are, you're naked and it's a guy and a girl, and outside of Steve's first episode where there was kind of flirtation but she wasn't into guys, I'm just really surprised there hasn't been any type of hookup or serious flirtation. I know you're there to survive, but I'm kind of surprised you're, you need to cuddle, your knee. I'm surprised there's been no hookups. Well, I can't speak to any of that myself personally. Uh, I don't know if it goes on or not. It might. Uh, uh, I can't say I've seen any of it firsthand. Uh, it's never have showed itself in front of me. So uh, maybe I'm just as surprised as you, I, I guess. Yeah, it's just it's just it's weird. not naked and horny, Torg. It's naked and afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you're a dude and you're afraid, maybe you're not, you know, <laughs> yeah. in that mindset. You, you do have a lot more things to be worried about out there than uh, trying to figure out. Yeah, how, how to uh, make a love connection? So maybe that's uh, maybe that's a good premise for some other kind of a spinoff show with it. Yeah. Hey, what's the setup? You mentioned you met up with your group. Usually, it's in these XLs. It's groups of three, and then you meet at a certain point during you know maybe like after ten days or whatever it is. What's the setup this time? Uh, it's it's basically the same. Uh, you know, you'll have four groups, and uh, at some point, uh, groups at at different points might merge or may not merge uh and uh the 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 division is a little different this time and i think they've uh, released a uh a trailer on it but uh this time you're going to have seven men and five women out there and uh so that kind of split it up a little differently okay well ej we'll look forward to it sunday night you're always a great guest and we appreciate your time thanks sir no thank you for having me stay naked stay surviving on and uh don't miss it sunday night it's going to be legendary